My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show? Hey, hello and welcome to Dork Addendum 12. That's right. This is the After the Dork Forest 15 minutes of what dorky thing I'm doing. I am catching up on emails still in 2012, you guys. But get this. These are the last six. But know in your heart that Patrick Brady doesn't have anything to do with this audio, though he did just make me buy these new microphones, which are super light but seem pretty powerful because Monoprice has a deal this Labor Day. So I went to Monoprice.com and I bought this uh, this bad boy. I don't know what it's called. Boy, sure would be great if I had that just sitting right in front of me so you could know what I what what uh, Patrick recommended that I rec- that I get. I got a customer number, I got a container type, I got a carrier. I don't know, I suppose I could edit this when I find the fucking thing and it wouldn't be the end of the world. Uh, okay. Yeah. Here here's what I got. I got a pressure gradient condenser microphone. That's right, with an XLR connector, gold-plated, you guys. But here's a weird thing, and I figured it out by myself, so Patrick, I think, would be proud, is that to run this bad boy, I need to use the Phantom Power. The Shure microphones I've always used uh, just uh, have their own, they get the power from the from something else. But I had to turn on the power. So Patrick doesn't do any of the audio. Uh, I've, I'm doing the mixing on this, and I'm getting better at it, but it, it will not be as good as when Patrick Brady does it. The song was the last song from the end of the Dork Forest with that Mike Rigberg sang his lyrics to the Mexican hat dance. Okay, let's, let's uh, finish frickin' 2012 already. Anyway, I do answer my own email. You can email me anytime you want, jackie at jackiecation.com. And you know the websites, dorkforest.com, on iTunes and Dork Forest and all things comedy and all those things. And Libsyn, of course, where the phone bonuses lie, and I'm taking to reposting them. It is September of 2015. Uh, I've been doing the show nine years, and so it's anniversary month. Here we go. Marcy Brown writes December of 2012, December 19th, 2012. Dear Jackie, my husband and I are huge fans of yours. We still, years later, look at each other and say, Brickle Chip. Yes, Brickwell Chip, my father, still still tells that story. So when he asked, late but he's a guy, who I'd like a mug from, I thought of you. But dang, you have hoodies, media, no mugs. No Pioneer Prostitute mug? No Dork Forest mug? This saddens me. It's too late for this year, but maybe next year you can make it possible. Well, four years later, I wonder if I did respond to this email. Marcy, I don't have any mugs. I'm told that there's something better than Cafe Press that can just put logos on things and then I get like a nickel, but the quality is better. But it's important to me that the quality be good, if, if that makes sense. Um, because... Uh, it's got my logo stuff and my name on it. So I will look into mugs. I will write that down right now. Okay. Uh, Redford Christie. Redford Christie writes, relatively, I don't know if this was their first time, because Redford, oh, it's Chris in Salt Lake City. So my bestie has finally understood my love of all things Cation after listening to a year of the Dork Forest, and we have decided we need to see you perform in 2013 at your most favorite venue. Where is that, and when will you be here? 
be there. Mary Ho Ho and all that jazz. Chris in Salt Lake City. Wow. I wonder, Redford Christie, if you drove to Minneapolis to the Acme Comedy Company, which is my very favorite venue, because it's my home club and I love it so. But I do. I do like the uh, the Wise Guys uh, franchise in the Salt Lake City area. So what the heck? Ooh, Chad Denick. Chad Denick's still around. How's it going, Chad? You wrote in December, near the end, you guys. Uh, still catching up with selected episodes. Pardos, you mentioned getting to the airport early. Yes, I support this 100%. Tawny and I were taking vacation to Southern California in May of next year. If I have my way, I'd leave for the airport tonight. You never know what kind of craziness will make you late. You were correct, Chad. Uh, I still get to the airport early, and I paid $100 for that TSA thing. Okay. Um, Mike Becker oh, emailed me after receiving an item, because you can get items, you guys. You can buy stuff. He ordered, oh, my first real, e- my first real album, Circus People. You can get it signed or unsigned. He got it unsigned. I don't blame him. But Michael Becker writes, after receiving it, he had a great uh, holiday. Thanks for the personal note. It made the gift more special. I wish I had signed up for the autograph now. Oh, right. Uh, I didn't realize that you were in the shipping department, and it would be really easy. Uh, super easy, you guys. I'll sign a toddler. Yeah, I'm fulfilling all the orders. So if you want something signed, just make a note or click the thing that says signed. The packages arrived just like you told me. Happy Boxer Day. The CD is for my running buddy, Suzanne, who's one of the funniest people I know. I hope you pass... Uh, the test with her, I'll share one of her stories, which is even better because it's completely true. Um, I wonder if this is okay to read out loud, but um, she design- she's an engineer designing advanced computer chips. She's in a meeting with a bunch of guys. At the time, she's pregnant with twin boys. She's thinking about guys droning on and on, doing the one-up th- thing, and an idea comes to her, so she says, I just want all of you to know I have more penises than anyone at this table. Anyway, thanks for sharing the laughs, Mike. I could have just read that to you. Instead, I, I, I edited it. But get this, guys. Hey, we're done with 2012. Let's, uh, where are we at? We're at like minute five, so I can do 10 more minutes of, what, 2013? Uh, January 3rd, 2013. Nick Nolte. That can't be right. Matthew Nolte? This is uh, someone quoting something that I said, and I guess I must have said during... A podcast in before January of 2013. It's all someone is running very slowly at me with a knife, but very, very, very slowly, which is a reference in my mind from Brian Gannon talking about Speed 2. Friend of mine, Brian Gannon, described the movie Speed 2 as someone running at you with a knife for an hour and a half. That is where I got that quote. Uh, good luck in your travels this year. Be careful and come to Bumfuck, Kansas. Uh, my favorite rule of thumb is don't let the assholes get to you, and they're all assholes. Happy, <laughs> happy, Matt. Well, thank you, Matt. Uh, that is a very funny line. Bob Lemon writes, also in January of 2013, uh, good work. Just wanted to chime in on Jack Reacher. He's great. The super gritty. Uh, the hero is the 6'6", overbustled, ugly dude, which is funny because I read my f- first Jack Reacher book, not in January 3rd, 2013, but uh, this year, 2015, my mother-in-law gave me one. So Bob Lemon, you'll be happy to know I've read one Jack uh, Reacher book, and it was actually excellent. I liked it. It was the first one. I think it was called Killing Floor. Mike Miser, quiet Mike. Happy New Year to you and Andy. I think you guys had fun. 
uh, doing that. Can't believe I've made it through. Um, got to do my taxes before I send you a hundred bucks. Hope you had, hope I had a good year. Quiet Mike. Well, thank you, Quiet Mike. He's a super fan. Quiet Mike is from January of 2013. And that was a confusing uh, note from him. Todd Mason sends me a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, he, he too is talking about, we'll hope to post my usual stuff on TDF soonish when breath can be caught. The good drugs are wearing off now from a root canal. Hey, man, Todd Mason had a root canal in 2013. I'm so sorry to hear it, but I'm, you're probably better two years later. And uh, he says he was disappointed by the intro to the special, special, special that I didn't actually uh, get to do some time. Uh, and that was good. Well, it was all good. And what you should know about the special, special, special by Maria Bamford on Netflix is that I do introduce her, but I didn't actually get to do any time. It was very sad. The guy directing it was like, no, nah, there's no time. There's just the two parents. Let's not wear them out with comedy. And I was like, mm, fair enough. I like to do comedy too. Anyway, but uh, so Todd Mason has written again. Also on January 3rd, cats want to be on your keyboard because they want your attention. It's their proactive variation on random barking. They can, like Tiberius the Iguana, want to use you as a warming device as well. Warming stone, but they uh, basically do that by getting in your lap. Getting on the keyboard might be a prelude to that, but it also allows them to see what the hell's so damn fascinating about the rattleboard and the big flat light. Uh, somebody likes a cat, and it's Todd. Not for nothing. I've su- suggested more than once that Jackie Cash and Maria Bamford are our current model Mort Saul and Lenny Bruce, which might not please Saul, I hope solely, since he's like not likely he's likely to note. Um I think uh, you're saying that uh, I remember you telling me this is that Bamford is Lenny Bruce and I'm Mort Saul, I think. Bamford is dramatic and often creates a world in her work which she explores how we can be crazed even when that's expressed only in small slights or petty discourtesy. And Jackie often seems to be wryly imaginally calling us back from letting ourselves be crazed, more storytelling than enacting, with more empathy than Saul sometimes has displayed. Oh, this is a great blurb for my, for my book. Where the hell? Nice work. Thank you very much. I say that, Todd Mason, well played. This is one from January 7th. Rich Johnson writes, As a big fan of the podcast and having never seen your comedy in person, I've surmised that I would indeed love it if you did a Chicago date. Well, Rich Johnson from January of 2013, I think I've been there since. I know you sometimes tour with Bamfoo, and I've noticed there are openings in March in both of your schedules, according to your respective websites anyway. Do you favor a specific club or chain? I know there are certain promoters you do not like to work for due to their scumbagginess. Main stage in Rogers Park is awesome. The excellent Dan Telfer is nearby. Up Comedy Club is great. Zanies has four locations. Laugh Factory uh, has an improv. There's an improv in Schaumburg. Wow, this guy, nice work, Rich. On the on the, I do. I work for Bert at Zanies mostly, though. Um, feel free to request me at Up because she has expressed some interest in me coming. And I would like to do up that theater in Chicago as well. Christopher Miller writes on the 8th of 2013, January. I was glad to hear your pod appearance on Kicking It Mary Lynn style and was particularly impressed, elated that you mentioned having read the Fletch novel. As you may know, 
The author, Gregory McDonald, passed away in 2008. I did not know that. And there are nine additional Fletch books. I did know that. Two spinoffs. I did know that. Involving Fletch's son and Flynn. Hmm. I did, I've not read the Fletch's son. Anyway, the, I, I don't know if I've read this to you guys or I know that I responded to it. Here's what I have not responded to occasionally. Chris. Chris writes in January as well. In your love of YA books, I have a new one to throw your way. It's called Amalgamate by Mike Sin, M-I-C-Q-U-E, Sin, S-Y-N-N-E. It's available in the Kindle. Just finished book one. Got an inside notebook. Two is under development. That's 2003. Might be done. And uh, Chris kind of knows the author, Seven Degrees of Separation. Let me know what you think. Thanks. And there you go. So, you guys... I think I'm 13 minutes, I'm 10 minutes in. So why don't I talk about, we're in 2013, you guys. It's very exciting. So I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm reading a bunch of comic books. I'm playing the same two video games that I've been playing for a thousand years, which is Tapped Out and um, and Criminal Case. <laughs> Still playing Criminal Case. Uh, they're, right now I'm solving crimes by the, it's like, they're called the Utopians and it's essentially the Scientologists of the world in Ivywood instead of Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. These are uh, the six guys who I picture, six 24-year-old French guys who are writing this stuff. They are shameless, and I am enjoying every moment of it. So what I'm reading right now in comic books, or what I read this morning, was Archie, number two, by Mark Wade. Mark Wade is writing the new Archie, and it's adorable, and it's great. Um... You're Mike Mignola. I'm reading BPRD, Hell on Earth, and Abe Sapien. Reading those two. I'm about to start, have not started yet. Grant Morrison's 18 Days, number two. I read the first one. It was kind of awesome. And, of course, reading The Fade Out. I finished uh, The Last Velvet. All Ed Brubaker. All of it. All Ed Brubaker. The Fade Out is excellent. And um, that was suggested at, at Meltdown, so I, I bought this. Ruth and Annabelle ruin their science project kind of cute kind of cute it's a one-off i think and then more mike mignola yeah baltimore and lobster johnson i am uh, helping mike mignola put his kids through college gotham academy howard the duck all warren ellis also i'm reading injection that is number one no number four injection warren ellis always good this thing descender Descender by Image is pretty freaking awesome too, uh, and it's Lemire, I re- or Lemire, M L E M I R E, and I really like that guy. Velvet, of course, always Astro City, Kurt Busiak, uh, adorable. The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, I am caught up on the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Last night turned it on to Andy Erickson from Last Comic Standing, Minneapolis comic, who made the top five. She loves freaking squirrels. Uh, the End of Loki, Agent of Asgard, also very good. The Warren Ellis Trees, always great. And I started this Brian K. Vaughn, We Stand on Guard, uh, which Brian K. Vaughn, always happy. Always happy about Brian K. Vaughn. Should have said the artists didn't, uh, making me kind of dumb for that. But I'm going to start a book because Greg Van Eekout's trilogy is finally done. And I've read the first one, California Bones. And I have the second one. The third one has been published. It is done. So I'm willing to do it. Andy went to college with Greg Van Eekout. I read California Bones. It was awesome. It is a fantasy set in Los Angeles 
with old wizards. There's a lot of magic. And like old magicians are like Walt Disney and Mulholland. I mean, it's very funny. Anyway, uh, the second one is called Pacific Fire, and it's a sequel to California Bones. And there's a, there's, get this, he got uh, some write-ups on the back, one of them from io9, and one of them from Kurt Busiak. So, uh, yeah, pretty awesome. So that's what's happening in the Dork Forest, in my mind. And, of course, anniversary month, so uh, I'm putting up on Bandcamp, dorkforest.bandcamp.com, or bandcamp.dorkforest.com, I'm uncertain. Old episodes from Blog Talk Radio, where that you can listen to. And on that is also a couple of live episodes that are a buck each, and a bunch of stories that are a buck each. So an album of storytelling stuff that I will add to as I continue to do stories. But it isn't uh, professionally mastered, it's just fun audio. But since you listen to podcasts, I think that's okay with you. But thanks a lot for listening, you guys, and happy anniversary, and Dork Addendum 12, out!